No, Razorback fans, you don't need to go to the doctor. You don't need to take any medicine. You don't need to find out what's wrong with you because you woke up today with a little bit of a different feeling. That feeling is completely normal. That feeling means it is game week for the Arkansas Razorbacks. This Saturday, we're going to have some Razorback football, and no longer are we just going to have to talk about it. We actually get to see it. But today, we are going to be doing my official game-by-game -game predictions for the Razorback football season here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I sure did because you know what that means. You know what this week means. You know what's going down. Arkansas, Cincinnati on Saturday. It, it, it's this week. It's this week. Like, it, you don't have to say how many Saturdays we are away till college football starts for the Razorbacks. Like, none of that. It's going down this Saturday. And I know so many people are going to be making the trip, and we're going to be breaking it down all week long. Going to have some special guests to talk about it from the Cincinnati angle and everything. So it's it's going to be great, and I can't wait to see exactly the responses that I get. I'm sure people will completely agree with me on all my takes going out throughout the week. But uh, I felt like at some point in time this week, I had to get to my game-by-game -game predictions of the season. Like you've heard me say what I think Arkansas is going to do, what I think uh, you know as a team, uh, what they're going to accomplish and all those things. And I thought about maybe doing the game-by-game -game predictions later in the week, but considering how the schedule is going to set up and some of the things we'll actually be able to talk about, I was like, you know what, let me just let me just knock it out on Monday, and so that way we can let it uh, settle in, and then we'll get to hear later in the week from Sam Pittman as he meets with the media. Uh, we'll be able to talk with Cincinnati with a very special guest who covers Cincinnati football, get a little preview there as well, and uh, just break it all down once it leads up into that weekend. So that's what I was going to do today on the podcast. Uh, I, it probably is going to take the entire – podcast up and I'll try to break it up as best as possible but uh, I want to do my game by game prediction I'm not going to sit here and try to go into any specifics as far as stats or, or anything like that uh, but I am going to you know give score predictions for each game just because you know it's for fun and again people are going to probably like tag me in something if it ends up being wrong or if they end up uh, being off base and you're just gonna be like oh what an idiot you're wrong it's predictions folks of course it's susceptible to being wrong and let me tell you something, it wouldn't be the first time that I've been wrong in my life, except my opinions on Taylor Swift. Can't stand her. That's that's not an opinion. That's a fact. And I think everybody agrees with me on that. So anyways, let's go ahead and jump into the breakdown of my game by game prediction for Arkansas. We'll start with Cincinnati this weekend. I'll go into more of a specific game prediction later in the week. But for this game, I think Arkansas wins 28 to 20 or excuse me, 38 to 20, 38 to 20. Now, some of you may feel like, okay, well, that, that seems like a pretty wide margin. Uh, some of you may think it's going to be closer than that, especially because Cincinnati's a good team. But here's why I think Arkansas is going to win this one going away. If this game was later in the season, like if Arkansas was playing Cincinnati like middle, late October, I wouldn't feel as good about it. But the fact is, is that you have a Cincinnati team, well-coached, obviously a, well, a really well-rounded program, but you have a team that was coming off of their college football playoff experience from last season. They lost the majority of their stars, if not all their stars. They are returning a few players back, but 
They still haven't really figured out about the quarterback situation, feeling good about it. This game's going to be at home in Fayetteville in front of a raucous crowd. I just feel like there's no way that this game ends up not going Arkansas's way unless Arkansas beats themselves. If they turn the ball over a lot, if they have a lot of dumb penalties, that's what's going to beat Arkansas. But I don't think that happens because Arkansas didn't turn the ball over a whole lot last year, and I don't think that's going to change this year. And so I think what's going to happen is Arkansas is going to come out firing and really get after Cincinnati in the rush game in particular. I think this one, you're going to see the power and the strength of Arkansas's offensive line really on full display. You're going to see the ability of these running backs like Rocket Sanders, uh, like A.J. Green. I don't think Dominic Johnson's going to play. I, I At least if he does, it's very limited. But even if he does, you'll see some of his uh, ability on display. And then, of course, you'll be able to see K.J. Jefferson and the ability that he has as a runner. Now, he'll pass the ball. The wide receivers get involved, so I'm not saying that the pass game will be inept or anything like that. I just believe that Arkansas is really going to establish themselves in the run game. And from beginning to end, they're just going to be way too physical for Cincinnati uh, to be able to handle, at least in their first game, with a lot of new players. And Arkansas just gets it done, and they and they roll through them, and Arkansas wins 38-20 to 20 in this one. The next game is South Carolina. You're going to be welcoming in the Gamecocks into Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, I believe for the first time since 2013, where Arkansas lost that game 52-7. to They scored the opening touchdown, and that was all they got, and they ended up getting smoked by South Carolina. But this ain't Steve Spurrier, South Carolina, and this ain't Brett Bielma's Arkansas. This is a very different scenario where you have two different teams that seem to be on the up and up. They both have good coaches, head coaches that people are buying into, really like what they're establishing, seem to be really likable guys for the most part, and Sam Pittman and Shane Beamer. So a lot of similarities between the two programs, just trying to find their way and trying to take that next step after having a decent year last year, take that next step uh, into, uh, into the uh, SEC competition. But the thing about South Carolina is that they have Spencer Rattler, which they added him to the mix. And I think that that's where a lot of people are banking on South Carolina taking those uh, majority of those steps is because of Spencer Rattler and Spencer Rattler alone. They have other players, so I'm not saying that they're not good in anything or anything like that, but that's why everybody's predicting or thinking that South Carolina could take that next step forward. I am not one of those people. I just have a hard time believing that Spencer Rattler, who had an okay year at Oklahoma, got replaced by Caleb Williams. I just don't think that he's going to go from Oklahoma and be a better quarterback at South Carolina. Like Oklahoma was a quarterback factory, the best school to go to if you wanted to be a great quarterback, as we've seen with Heisman winners, first-round picks, whatever it is, that was the place to go. And so I just don't believe that he's going to go to South Carolina and blow it up and then just become even better than he was at Oklahoma. So it'll be a, I think it'll be a good game. It'll be a tough game. I think both teams are, are going to be fundamentally sound. I think they're going to be ready. But I do believe Arkansas has the edge in this game because it is at home. It's a home game. And it's early in the season. It sucks it's at an 11 a.m. game. And I hate it more than anything that's at 11 a.m. But I think that that's what's going to make the game closer than what it normally would be. Still think Arkansas wins this one, 31-21. to 21, uh, Ends up pulling away late in the fourth quarter, getting the go-ahead field goal by Cam Little to put him up by two possessions. And that's all she wrote. And Arkansas ends up winning this game. So they start the season 2-0, and which is just such a whew, sigh of relief if you think about how the rest of the season is going to go. 
Uh, you feel so good about that because two of those tough games, especially at home, uh, get them out of the way, and suddenly you're just 10 games away of uh, knowing what the season's going to be about. Next is Missouri State, the return of Bobby Petrino. I mean, what could be more fun than that? Uh, this is a this is a game where you're not trying to take it easy. You're not saying it's going to be an easy one, so you don't want to overlook them or anything like that. It could, some could consider it a trap game because it's between South Carolina and Texas A&M. So some people may say, you know what I mean, I'll bring it that way. But here's my thing. I don't think that happens. I think Arkansas, even uh, if they don't play their best, they're going to beat Missouri State. Bobby Petrino is still one of my favorite Razorback football coaches of all time. Uh, I know of all the stuff that went down, but I still believe that, uh, you know, he was the best coach Arkansas's had. I, I would still say probably rank him second or third as far as the all-time Razorback football coaches. Who knows? Maybe Sam Pittman surpasses him. So it'll be a, it'll be a, a good little matchup. I think Arkansas rolls in this one 49-13. Uh, I think that they just take care of business. They get the backups in. Some of those guys get some run. And uh, Arkansas starts the season 3-0, and possibly a top 15 ranking as they head to Arlington against Texas A&M. Now, this is the big one. Texas A&M is obviously a team that Arkansas beat last year, and that was the first time that they had beaten them since 2011. There was that long stretch where they just struggled against A&M. They could not figure it out. I think it was mainly due to coaching because you had John L. Smith, you had Brett Bielema, and then you had Chad Morris. I mean, three of the worst coaches in the modern era, they couldn't find a way to beat Texas A&M. Well, there's probably something to that. Uh, but everyone's high on A&M. Everyone thinks a and is going to be this big-time team that's going to be able to bring it in big ways and really uh, blow it up and, and show that they're one of the best teams in the country. And this is the time that they're going to compete for the SEC West. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't think their quarterback situation is good. I know that they have a lot of talent and they've recruited a lot of talent. But Jimbo Fisher as a coach outside of the time that he had uh, Jameis Winston has really not been able to find consistency in the offense or consistency in a quarterback. Kellen Mond was okay, but I just don't think that this is a confident piece where if, you know, if they had a great quarterback, I would say different, but they don't. I think the quarterback play is going to be bad. I don't think that they play well in Arlington. A&M does not play well in Arlington at all. They never had like, I bring, keep bringing it up that Chad Morris only lost to A&M by seven and four points respectively in Arlington. Chad Morris did that. So AM does not play well in Arlington. Arkansas hopefully will play better than AM. I think it'll be a great matchup. And honestly, this may be a key game to see exactly what the stacking of the SEC West happens. But I like Arkansas's chances. I think they win. I think they win in a close one. I think that they win in, in stunning fashion. And I predict Arkansas wins 24 to 21, where Cam Little hits the game winning field goal to break the tie. Uh, and end up uh, being the go-ahead field goal that gets Arkansas the victory. So Arkansas starts 4-0. That's my prediction. I think they start 4-0. They get to that top 10 ranking. They're maybe even flirting with a top five ranking, depending on how college football goes. And then comes the brunt of the schedule. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But first, folks, are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? Hopefully not. You don't want to ever drive drunk, and you never want to drive stoned. What's the worst thing that could happen? You try end up driving below the speed limit? It's not a big deal, right? Wrong. Truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. So stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Get Drive high and get a DUI. That's just the way it is. So be smart out there, folks. It doesn't matter if it's drunk driving. doesn't matter if it's driving while you're high. Either way, don't do it. Don't do it ever. And make sure that you always have a ride in those situations. If you drive high, you get a DUI. 
are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the game-by-game uh, game predictions for Arkansas. We've gone through the first four games in the first segments, kind of how we're going to split it up just as far as quarter of the season. And Arkansas is 4-0, according to me. They beat Texas A&M, and they have a borderline. They'll be top 10 for sure, but maybe even flirting with the top five. And they welcome in, after that, the Alabama Crimson Tide, the number one team in the country, a team that some say may be the best Alabama team that Nick Saban's ever had. Now, before I dive into the actual prediction of the game, let me just say this real quick. If that happens, both teams are 4-0. Both teams are, obviously, Alabama will be number one, but if Arkansas is top five, top ten, somewhere in there, it might be one of the biggest and most hype games in Razorback football history, at least home games. Uh, I don't know if there will even be an argument for that. It will be hard to touch 2010 Alabama-Arkansas, where that game just had hype driving through the whole thing. But uh, I think it, I think it would end up being that case. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, college game day be there? Like, I don't care if college game day is there. I really don't. All I care about is what the atmosphere is going to be look like before, during, and after. That's what matters the most. But uh, Alabama is going to be coming in with a Heisman Trophy winner and, and a great team and the best team in college football. It's a home game. The atmosphere is going to be electric. Probably be a 230 CBS game, I would assume, if it ends up being the case. But here's the thing. This is where the first loss for Arkansas comes. And it's not because I think that Arkansas is incapable of beating Bama. I don't think that it's just impossible. But my thing is, is that until Arkansas actually beats Bama, I'm not going to pick them to beat Bama. It's just the way it is. Nick Saban's the greatest college football coach of all time. He's got a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. He's got arguably the best player overall in Will Anderson on the defensive side of the ball. He's a tactician. He doesn't. He, he's he's just incredible. And the only way that you're going to beat Bam is you hope they beat themselves and you play your A game. Like, that's the way it's going to be. It's not impossible, but it's just highly unlikely. And I think Arkansas, they give Alabama all they want. They give them a great fight, but they still lose the game. I have Arkansas losing 35 to 31. Ends up being a close one, uh, but just too little too late. Arkansas can't, can't overcome that. And they get their first loss of the season, which there's no shame in losing to Bama. Uh, but they end up uh, dropping that one, and now they go to 4-1, and one, and they move on to go on to the road to another tough game against Mississippi State. So Arkansas, after losing to Bama, they're not going to be dropping too far in the rankings. They'll still be a top 15, borderline top 10 team, especially how close they kept it with Alabama. But this game against Mississippi State is going to be an extremely difficult one, mainly due to the fact that it's on the road, and you're coming off of a very emotional and physical game against Alabama. And Mississippi State... So we know with Will Rogers at quarterback and Mike Leach as the head coach, they're always going to be formidable. They're always going to be able to be a team that brings it to whoever they play, but you can't ever take them lightly. Not, not to say they'll win every game, not to say that you'll, uh, you know, not your chances are very slim because of how good they're going to be this year, but they're just a team that you, you they're going to win some games they're not supposed to, and they're going to lose some games they're probably supposed to win. So, like all those things together and really make it make it funny. But at the end of the day, though, I think Arkansas still wins this game. It, it, it's a close one. I think 28 to 27, Arkansas takes care of business. Now, and when that happens, it's going to be a stressful one. It's going to be one where Arkansas doesn't play necessarily very well. But I always like Barry Odom against a Mike Leach offense. He's done a great job in both seasons. Uh, they've they've turned made the guys turn the ball over, Will Rogers, whoever. 
they, they've run a really good job defensively. And I think that that'll be the case this year. I think the offense though will be a little slow, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, not, not, not fully, you know, all go just because of the game that they're coming off against Alabama, but I think they do enough. They do enough to get the victory. And so, uh, putting that all together, Arkansas takes care of business. They win that game, uh, 28 to 27, and they move on to being five and one. Next up is the road game against BYU. And <laughs> some of you are going to yell at me for this. I think Arkansas loses. I think that this game is a game that comes at the worst possible time where Arkansas has gone through a long stretch of tough games and without a bye week, without a rest and going out on the road to a, a team on the western side of the country. I want to call them West Coast, but they're pretty dadgum close. And a place they've never been before against a team they've never played before and, and their hostile environment, and they're really good. They're always going to bring it. I just, I just don't like Arkansas's chances in that. Arkansas has not fared well anytime they've gone out west, and I just think that this is going to be one that Arkansas drops. Now, it's not to say that it, it'll be because Arkansas or that BYU is a better team than Arkansas. It's just, I don't like it. I, I have a bad feeling about it. And so they go out there, they lose a close one by a final score of 31 uh, 27. But it, it just comes at a time where everybody's just, they're, they're beat down. They went through a long stretch of games of tough games, especially Bama and then at Mississippi State, or, or excuse me, AM, Bama at Mississippi State all throughout a stretch. That that's really worn on them, and they they need to get to that bye week, and they're trying to get to that point. But uh, BYU is just you know they're gonna they're gonna have a a great game plan, and they're gonna have a raucous atmosphere because they're welcoming in an SEC team, especially a top fifteen SEC team, which Arkansas would be at that point. And I think Arkansas just slips up and gets the loss there. So uh, they drop their second game. They're five and two to BYU, and then they go on the road once again uh, uh, to Auburn. But here's the thing. Arkansas gets a bye week before Auburn. So they are able to limp into that bye week, get everybody, everybody back healthy, back feeling good, get every all the pieces back together, and they get it done at Auburn. Finally, Arkansas has not won at Auburn since 2012, since John L. Smith was the coach. <laughs> like it's been a while, even though they actually technically won in 2020 because you know the refs screwed Arkansas. So who knows? Maybe the refs will screw Arkansas again in this one. But overall, I think Arkansas finally gets Auburn. Like they, they, it's been going on too long. This has been too stupid. The fact that Arkansas has lost to Auburn as much as they've had, they've had. But now it's time to take care of business, and I think they do, especially coming off that bye week, feeling better, healthier, rejuvenated, and really wanting to get some revenge against Auburn because they're tired of losing to them. I think they take care of business because also I don't even know if Brian Harson's the coach. I think Arkansas goes in there and hands them their tank. Forty-two to twenty-four, Arkansas gets the dub there in Auburn. And through eight games, Arkansas sitting at six and two, still with a top 15 ranking, still looking as strong as ever, still feeling really good. And they can't wait to get into the final stretch of the season. So we will do the same on the other side of the break. So stay with us here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so the final stretch for the Razorback season, game-by-game uh, -game predictions for me. And again, they're sitting at 6-2 and two at this point in time as they hit it to the final four games of the year. Still a top-15 team, only one loss in the SEC. And they welcome in the mighty Liberty 
team that has Hugh Freeze as a head coach for a nice little, uh, I don't want to call it easy, but just a nice little warm-up type game to get you ready into that tough final three-game stretch in the SEC. Arkansas takes care of business against Hugh Freeze. Not even close, 45-10. to 10. Backups get a lot of reserve. You get to rest a lot of the starters, which is important because you know that that's going to be a, a, tough, a tough one at the end of the season. Take care of business. You move on to 7-2 and two with three games left to go in the season, and you're feeling pretty good and pretty strong. You welcome in LSU after that, the Mighty Tigers of Baton Rouge. And we know that this is a, quote, rivalry game, whatever that means, for the Battle of the Golden Boot. And you were able to take care of business last year, but what was scary about it is he won in Baton Rouge, but you won in overtime. You didn't play necessarily well. That was kind of a lame duck coach with a lame duck team. Didn't make you feel great, but just take the win no matter how it comes, especially in the SEC. But this year, Brian Kelly's there, and LSU's got some talent there. They've really hit the transfer portal hard. But here's the thing. I'm not sold on LSU just yet. Now, next year, everything may change. We'll see how Brian Kelly ha handles it. But I think there's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a transitional year for Brian Kelly as far as getting into the SEC and, and into the SEC West. Like, LSU has to play in the SEC West. And then their East teams this year are Tennessee and Florida. Like, that's not easy. That's not an easy uh, go. So I think that it's going to be a tough one for Brian Kelly in, in year one until he gets the hang of it and used to the, the week-by-week -week thing. And so I think it's going to be like a 5-7, and 6-6 seven, six and six year for LSU, possibly. And Arkansas takes care of business in a close one because it's, it's going to be that rivalry game. And I think 17-14 is in, ended up what Arkansas ends up winning by. Low-scoring game, good defensive battle, good physical game. Arkansas gets out of there with a dub. Maybe it's another game-winning field goal by Cam Little, and they are sitting at 8-2 and two heading into the final two games of the season. Next game up and the final home game of the season, Ole Miss. Now, you beat Ole Miss in 2020. You should have beaten them in 2021, and I, I mean, obviously, I shouldn't say should have. It was a great game, and defense was optional in that one, but it's just amazing how if you just had a uh, – Two-point conversion caught just to change the entire dynamic of the season. But you didn't. They lost by one point last year. And here's my position on, on this game. Ole Miss is – that was like their best team they've ever had last year. Like it's so stupid and kind of funny that that, they, that was their first time they ever got to 10 wins. Like that's kind of sad actually. But that was the first time they ever did it in the history of their program. That was the best they've ever had. They lost everybody. They lost all their, all their players. They lost all their coaches. Like Lane Kiffin's still there. But – they lost so much from last season. They had to dip into the transfer portal. Their recruiting class wasn't that great. And everyone's got an obsession with them thinking that they're still going to be great. Why? Because they got Jackson Dart? When is an SC, When is a USC quarterback ever come into the SEC and done well? Because don't you remember JT Daniels? Oh, this guy's going to be great. What about Ricky Town? How about that name? When was the last time you ever heard of that guy? So I just don't buy it. I don't buy that he's going to come in and do anything. I think they'll have a good offense. I think their defense is going to be suspect. I think Ole Miss has a has a very average year next year, and I think Arkansas takes care of business against them in the final home game. They beat them thirty eight to twenty eight. I think the, they are able to score points, but the defense is just not there for Ole Miss. Arkansas runs the ball all over them, takes care of business, and Arkansas heads into the final game of the season nine and two, with a double digit season, win season on the line as they travel to Missouri on Black Friday the day after Thanksgiving. I hate this game because it's always weird. You never know what's going to happen. You never know how it's going to look. But here's how I can see it. And this is all barring on health and, and everything. Because let's be honest, this whole prediction is about healthiness. How healthy is this team? Well, let's just look at it in this perspective. If Arkansas is healthy, 
KJ Jefferson's healthy, if they've had all the players in depth stay to the position that they need to be, they will go to Missouri and they will win. Now, I think Missouri is overrated. I don't think that they'll do well this year. I think that they got the tough schedule. I think they play, uh, of course, in the SEC East. And then uh, we know that uh, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, I think all those teams are going to be better than Missouri. I think that, uh, you know, of course, Arkansas is a better team. I just don't think it's going to be a great year for them. They're probably fighting for the lives for a bowl game, which could make them dangerous. But even if they're at six wins at that point in time, I think Arkansas is like, hey, we got a 10-win season on the line. We're not losing this rivalry trophy game, especially to a bunch of goobers up there in Columbia. Arkansas takes care of business. 28-17, to 17, Arkansas finishes off the season 10-2, and 7-1 and one in SEC play. Their lone loss being, of course, to the Alabama Crimson Tide, losing on the road in the non-conference to BYU, and they end up going to the Sugar Bowl. I hope that's the case. I think that'll be the case, especially if they go 10-2 and and they have this record. But that's where I'm feeling. So some of you are asking, how do you have Arkansas finishing second in the West? Well, they go 7-1 and with their lone loss being to Alabama. Well, how do you have them going 10-2? and Well, there you go. That's how I have them going 10-2. and And I have them going to the Sugar Bowl, New Year's Six Bowl. I'm not going to say who if they win that or lose that because I don't know who they'll end up playing. But just imagine how fun that'll be to go down the NOLA in the early part of January and party it up. It'll be a great one. And hopefully Arkansas gets redemption from that 2011 Sugar Bowl that they should have won. But still, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. But there's my season, game-by-game game prediction for Arkansas's 2022 season. I'm sure every each and every one of you will agree with me. I'm sure each and every one of you will say that is an, and that is so perfect, John. You did such a great job. Thank you for that. And I'm sure none of you will revisit this video or this podcast if I end up being wrong at all and call me out on it. I'm sure none of you will do that. So I really appreciate that, but I can't wait for the season to start up this Saturday. Thank you and appreciate every one of you listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. and We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then.